Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you, and enjoy the show. It's Carol Montgomery, and I'm here with Dr. Duncan McCollum, chiropractor, author, best-selling author, <laughs> um, health expert, and radio host. Hello, everybody. <laughs> we are so happy to be here. What a beautiful day. And uh, it's just so nice to have the fog lift here in Santa Cruz. So we're going to try to lift the fog off of uh, how to be healthier. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, we've um, done this topic We've touched on it a little bit before. I think it was a, a few months ago. But um, we decided to do it again today, just one, because some new science and new information has come out about it that we think is really important for everyone to hear. But also because a lot of our the, your patients have been walking in the door lately with with digestive issues. I mean, and it's it's a little crazy. I mean, anything from, you know, daily constipation and diarrhea to just... Um, Gut, gut aches. I mean, I was talking to somebody just the other day, I, and and I, I I'm going to tell this story a little bit only because I think it's real to others out there that are listening right now because they may have said this exact same thing. And then I was talking to someone who said, "Oh well, my gut, my gut is healthy, and and no, I don't really have any stomach problems." And then in a, after about five minutes of talking, she started to list off, "Well, I can't eat that food, and that makes my stomach feel a little weird, and I don't eat breakfast in the morning because my stomach just doesn't take it very." well and I'm going okay stop <laughs> yeah you know what's really interesting is I think people and I see this so much in our society is people have started to limit their life based on their ability yeah so you know they start to go well I can't play golf anymore so I'm not going to play golf I can't go fishing I can't dance because my body won't put up with it I can't eat this or I can't eat that because I'm allergic to it. So they get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And that's just not living. You know, really, they're, especially with everything we know about health right now and the body and, uh, you know, how the body heals and it has the power to heal itself. And some of the new science that's come out with uh, the heavy metals and inflammation causing, it's just amazing. And to me... I just ask everybody out there to believe that there's hope. Just start fresh, one, two, three, start. You have a chance to live a better, healthier life. And that's why we're here. Yeah, you know, and it, it this is very real for me, this whole psychological phenomena that occurs. And I've thought a lot about it because I am healthy now, but when I wasn't, and it was pretty gross, um, I, can I can look back and remember that I, slowly after multiple doctors, multiple tests saying I was normal when I wasn't not able to sleep. I mean, it was, it was horrible uh, that I just, I did exactly that. I started to shrink my day. Yeah, I would shrink it and shrink it. And then I would just go into agreement that that was okay. Oh, well, I guess it's just the way it's going to be. I've got my little two hours of product productivity time and the rest of the day is shot and I'll watch TV or I won't leave the house that much. And and you, you, it happens gradually, and you, you really, what you're doing is you're allowing your, your body to take control of you, but because it happens gradually, you're not even aware of it. But I think it's also because you don't get the answer. Yeah, and you know what? I think people are, they, they just decide to settle for less and settle for less. Yeah, I know I did. And you know what I'm going to ask you all to do, not if you're driving, but <laughs> at some point today, look at yourself in the mirror and decide, is this the body that I thought I would have at this point in my life? So many times people come into our office and they might be 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years old. And when they tell me their symptoms, you know, I'll go, well, and, and I might say, well, you're 25, 35 years old. How old do you feel? And invariable, they're 20 to 30 years older than they are. They just feel like they, there should be a 60, 70 year old 
person. And I go, well, how does that sit with you? What, what made you settle for that? And usually it's because they've given up hope. They've yeah. tried so many That's things. What I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so we're here to tell you that there's something that you can do about it. And hopefully today's show will give you a couple avenues. In fact, do you want to tell them those three things that yeah, we hope they the, can do? I, the, I, I actually today took some time and, and created three action items because I wanted to give people three things that you could do today to just get you pointed in the right direction. And it's just all about, we were talking about this earlier, the difference between not having an answer and being sick and between uh, and, and taking your, your foot and putting it on a different path that could allow your body to heal itself. That gap is knowledge because there's so much science out there nowadays, and but it's new and people can't keep up with it, but it's there and that's the gap. It's a knowledge gap. So what, I'm pounding the table, sorry everybody. <laughs> and so what, what I wanted to do is provide everybody with these three actionable items and I'll be saying them multiple times today, just so you know. But the first one is, and please don't do this while you're driving, is to text the phrase, get healthy, get healthy to 4747 Four seven, and what will be provided to you is you'll get a link to um, a uh, an article that was actually written by Dr. Daniel Pompa on detoxing your home. But it's more than that; it's detoxing your home, and really, it's about detoxing your life. But it's a lot of suggestions about cosmetics, home products, some of the other chemicals that we'll be talking about today. So, so that's, that's 47, 47, 47, 47. Get and healthy. Put get healthy in, the, in the comment line. And, yep, in the subject line. Um, and the second thing you can do is you can actually, we've developed an online toxicity quiz that you can take. Again, it's free. And you can take the quiz and it'll give you a sense of how toxic your body is. You'll actually get a toxicity score. And that's a website that's Toxin Free Cali, C A L I, toxinfreecali.com. And it's a toxicity quiz. It takes about, I don't know, three, four minutes to do, and you'll actually get a score at the end of it. So it's it's really good, a good tool. And the third thing is, of course, joining our Facebook group, Health Rebels, because we're starting to put up a lot of um, articles in there. You do Facebook Lives. Um, I'm posting some downloadable PDFs. So people building out a little resource library so people can get their hands on information a lot faster. Yeah, so that sounds great. So you have 474747, get healthy. And then toxinfreecali.com. Toxinfreecali, C A L I. Yeah. Or um, uh, the Facebook group Health Rebels. Yeah, yeah, we want you to be a rebel. So and, you can do one or all three. Yeah. <laughs> so what we were going to really kind of focus on was microbiome. Yeah, now, I health- think leaky gut. Yeah, this this subject microbiome is is getting more and more press. And in the old days, the, what the microbiome is, for those of you that don't know, it's the bacteria that's in and around our body. And specifically, we always knew it in our gut when you took antibiotics, when you had too much uh, medical drugs, or you drank too much alcohol, or you were under stress, or you were poisoned, the the friendly bacteria in your gut can get wiped out. And then there's something that are called opportunistic um, uh, bugs that will take over. And they basically, just like weeds in your garden, they get in your gut and they just proliferate and they take over and they're not pretty. They make you sick. So that was going to be the focus of our talk today. Okay, so with that in mind, probably what we should start with is what is a leaky gut? Uh That's a good question. So um, a leaky gut, so basically you have, the best way to say is if you have a little sieve in your kitchen and you want to sieve, um, let's say, blackberries and you don't want the the seeds in there. So you put the blackberries in the sieve and you squish them down and you get the the pulp out, but no, no seeds. So that's the hole in that sieve is a certain size. Your digestive tract or your colon, which is your large intestine, has it kind of acts like a sieve. It only lets certain nutrients into your body out of the digestive system or the colon. And there are different size, like there's square pegs, round pegs, diagonal pegs, um, and triangular pegs that each allow only a certain thing through it. And uh, when your body gets poisoned, just like if you were to get poison oak, your gut swells up. 
And it will, uh, by swelling up, it will stop the good stuff from getting through and sometimes even allow a lot more terrible stuff to get into your bloodstream. And then that's what makes you sick. So it's like the cells swell up and they actually separate a little bit, right? So, yeah, yeah, they break apart. In fact, if, I, if you hold your fingers tight together and you look at them and there's, you can't see anything through them and then you open your fingers up, that demonstrates you can see the light through your fingers. Those are the, that's what happens to these little tiny holes in your gut. They blow up. Then anything bad can get in there. It gets into your body. And we'll talk about that in a, in a few minutes, but that's going to make you sick. Yeah. And, and it, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm remembering a lecture I listened to was that the small intestine is almost like a high tech clean room, right? It mm -hmm. has, it's completely bug bug free. It's yeah, it's supposed to be sterile. Completely sterile. But once you have that whole lower intestine colon area start to get inflamed and, and those um, cell walls swell and the, the, the space between them separates a little bit, that gets a can actually get pulled into the small intestine, right? Yeah, think about it as like your kitchen sink. So down be below your kitchen oh, sink, you have that little okay. S-shaped thing that, you know, the, the water goes down. Yeah. But if, just imagine if it got plugged below that, pretty soon junk's coming up into the sink. When your large intestine gets swollen, stuff is going to start to push up into your small intestines, and then you, you have a lot of problems there. And, and that's when people start to really experiencing experience pain, right? Like some people might think it's heartburn, but it's it's actually that junky small intestine. Well, it could, it, pain can be a lot of different things, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's definitely going to cause a lot of problems. Anytime you have inflammation and, you know, uh, foods can do that. A lot of people are allergic to different types of uh, dairy products and that can inflame the that part of the intestine or um, gluten, which I'm telling you, if yeah, you're not getting thing. off gluten, yeah. you got to get off gluten. You know, I mean, it's just terrible what it's doing, especially uh, grains that are grown in the United States That's that have really been sad. chemically um, just polluted with Roundup and thing, things like that. As, and, and they've been altered so much that even without the, the Roundup, they're inflammatory to the body. Body can't recognize them. Yeah, I mean, and it, it, just to validate that point is the fact that the European Union has actually outlawed um, Roundup being sprayed on the fields in the European Union countries because of the what's what it's doing to the grains. Yeah, so absolutely. So for anyone that's traveled and gone over to Europe and is wondering why the bread tastes so good and they could eat all this and feel better or feel healthy, it's because they don't have that spraying going on. Yeah. So Carol, it's about time for us to take a break. So we're going to go ahead and do that. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. You're gonna find the world is like... Did you know that 70% of your serotonin receptors are found in your digestive system? That's right, those feel-good transmitters are found inside your gut. When you have problems with digestion, dysbiosis is one of those fancy terms, or colitis, or Crohn's disease, or any of those digestive problems, this can affect not only your health, but your attitude and your mood, making you feel terrible. Join us Tuesday night at McCollum Family Chiropractic in Capitola for a workshop to learn how you can feel better by fixing your gut. Call 459-9990. That's 831-459-9990. The workshop is 6.30 to 8 o'clock this coming Tuesday. Join us at McCollum Family Chiropractic in Capitola for a workshop to learn how you can feel better by fixing your gut. Call 459-9990. You're gonna find the world is like Okay, so we're back, and uh, unfortunately, the, the workshop uh, is Wednesday night. That We made a mistake on that. So it's Wednesday night from 6 to 7, and we are going to be going over a lot of this information. We're going to talk about how you can get healthy, and just by mentioning this radio show, we're going to be, we're going to offer you a, a complimentary uh, toxicity quiz, as well as a test for, to find out how toxic you are. Okay, great. So uh, we were just talking about what is leaky gut. Um, what was really interesting to me is the number of conditions that are actually linked to leak, leaky gut. I mean, I 
I didn't know this until I, I actually had this information and read it, the, the number of things that you, you want to talk a little bit about just, I mean, it's a long list. Yeah, go ahead. Let's just discuss some of the top ones. Okay, so various conditions, <clears throat> excuse me, linked to leaky gut, autoimmune disease, digestive disorders such as celiac disease, Crohn's, IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome, and food sensitivities, skin disorders such as acne, psoriasis, and eczema. That surprised me. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Um, arthritis, autism, depression, um, you're going to talk a little bit about that later, right? Yeah. Uh, chronic fatigue syndrome. That's what I had. Uh, fibromyalgia, Parkinson's disease, kidney disease, obesity, and diabetes. So let's just take a look at what, what that article is talking about. So basically, the, our microbiome or the bacteria in our digestive system are the doorway to our life. In other words, foods particles come into our body, whatever we consume, the only way they get into our body is passing through the doorkeeper first, and that's the microbiome. So the microbiome is going to take the food that we get, and it's going to break it down. It's going to pass on the junk and then put the good stuff into our body. When we, our intestines get polluted with things like heavy metals, um, a lot of uh, different medications we've taken, gluten, sugar, which is terrible for leaky gut, and various other stresses and or stressors on our body, people that drink a lot of Coke with uh, aspartame in it, the, the yeah. diet Guilty. Coke stuff, yeah. um, it basically it's not normal. And, and what happens is our microbiome, these bugs, start to get so used to the junk that they alter themselves and they no longer are able to give us good, healthy nutrition through our intestines. So one of the things that Dr. Pampa has taught us and one of the things that we teach in our office is something to, we want to stress the microbiome because the weak, lazy ones will die off and the healthy ones will survive. So we could discuss all of those conditions, autoimmune disease and everything you said, but really let's discuss what to do to get it handled, how to fix it, how to turn it around, because that's really the key. Diagnoses are always just names describing symptoms. Right. So, you know, there used to be 1,492 diagnoses mm -hmm. until two, two years ago, they decided to change the coding. Now there's over 10,000 diagnoses. <laughs> it's all one cause, a body that can't heal itself or can't get well. Right. So we want to look at what the microbiome's role is in a body getting well and in getting sick or being sick. So let's, uh, let's start with uh, some of the triggers. Uh, first one being just a poor diet. Yeah. So just think about this. You know, you've got um, these, these bugs in your intestine and the best way to, to really go about this is talk about our ancient cultures. Our ancient cultures, uh, they, would, they would have to go out and hunt for food. I always say they'd have to go find a mammoth. Yeah. They'd run around and stress their bodies out, starving themselves until they finally got a mammoth. Well, the, digest, the bugs in your gut, the microbiome, a lot of them could not stand that, uh, that period of time without food, and they'd die off. Only a few of the real strong ones would survive. So finally, you go out and you get the mammoth and you eat some mammoth. Don't know what that would taste like, but it might be good. But now the microbiome or the digestive uh, things in your digest in your colon can start to live off of that mammoth, and then they break down that food so that we can get it into our our body, and we survive off of that protein. Then what would happen? A little while later, winter would come, and they these people would have uh, stored grain and they'd have stored fat from that they'd render from the mammoth. So over the winter, when it was so cold, they would eat um, the fat and the grain. Well, and maybe some stored roots. So the, some of the bugs or the microbiome that lived off of that meat can't survive off of those other things. So they'd die off. And then a couple of the, some of the other microbiome that were adaptable would become uh, healthy or they would proliferate or expand in your digestive system, digest that food and give you the sustenance that you needed. 
when spring would come, sometimes you'd run out of everything. The microbiome, a lot of them would die off. It's called starvation spring. And then when the uh, green uh, plants started to come or the fruits and vegetables, you would now change your diet again. And whatever survived of those microbiome would now um, come to the plate and be able to learn how to digest that different food. So the bugs in our gut had to adapt always. Now, since World War II, we've been able to eat what we want, when we want, wherever we want, with whoever we want, and how much we want. These microbiome have basically gotten lazy, and they just sit around and go, feed me, Seymour. You know, they do not have, they're not stressed. You know, they're getting free food. They're, They're not being challenged. And what they do is they're basically leaking into our digestive system poisons and toxins that they are getting from the environment and the food we eat, and that is making us sick. So if you really look at what's happening in our digestive system, these things are becoming weak and lazy. They're not digesting our food well. They're letting in bad characters that are getting through the now leaky gut, getting into our bloodstream, surrounding our cells, making our cells inflamed. So now the cells are sick and then our energy drops, our immune system drops and we get sick. Yeah, so I guess the simplest um, way to look at it is really survival of the fittest, right? That's exactly it. Back in ancient times, the way people ate, hunted, uh, grew their foods, there was a cellular survival of the fittest. Yeah. You know, they, the, the, cell, the weak cells would die off, the strong cells would continue. But now, because of the way we eat our modern diet, and especially with this junk we tend to put into our bodies, including genetically modified foods, um, the, we're just completely screwing up the whole balance of good to bad, weak to strong. And when you're eating the same thing you know, every week because you like it. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, they're like you said, it's just oh, oh, here comes the food. Great. It doesn't matter what it is because I'm just gonna go ahead and grab it. And, and quite honestly, you know, when you crave ice cream, you crave sugar, you crave bread, you crave all this stuff. Quite honestly, it's probably not you craving it. It's this spoiled microbiome that is craving the simplest sugar possible and it will make you starve. It will make you crazy. So these bugs in your gut, they're causing a lot of this. We are now looking at, science is now looking at if somebody's sick, we used to look at the body cells to see how to fix the body cell. Well, the top end science that we're looking at is going, let's fix the microbiome in order to fix the body. So we're gonna fix the bugs first to fix the body. And and you really have to understand, this is some of the newest science out there. Yeah, which is why on the, the cellular detox program that, that we do, we always, always start with the microbiome and the gut um, before we do any kind of detoxing. And and depending on the, the condition of people's guts, which lately has not been too great, I mean, that can take a while. And, yeah. and even the, the fact that it takes a while isn't it, when you think it's okay is an indication that, you know, what, what we think is right for our bodies today is really, you know, from an evolutionary standpoint and a cellular health standpoint is really setting us up for some bad things in the future. Yeah. And, you know, I just want to reiterate um, this Wednesday night at six to seven at my office, McCollum Family Chiropractic, we will be going over this in detail and please come, uh, invite your friends and, and we can answer some personal questions for you there. And also, I want to just take a moment to say that uh, I was invited onto the Dr. Future show. That's Tuesday from three to four on this channel. And I'm sure you've all listened to um, Dr. Future and Mrs. Future. So we're going to be talking about stem cells. I'm really excited about that. So I'll, uh, I'll, we'll save some of that talk for then. Yeah, that's a, a great topic. One of my favorites. So we know that um, from the way people eat today that gluten, sugar, soda, 
um, all of these these things that most of us really know are, is not good for us. But there's other things too. There's environmental toxins, mm-hmm. right? And we're bombarded by with that all the time. I mean, I see these people running mm. <laughs> down the road as us, all the cars whiz by and all I can think of is like, oh my God, they need to have a mask on, you know? Um, so there's that part, but there's also the 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 stress part of the stressors do you want to talk about that a little bit yeah so you know there are if you take a look at the triangle of health there's you know there's three sides to it there's the physical side and that's simply hard bone on soft nerve i mean that's the chiropractic end i'm a chiropractor and that's what i've been doing for 30 years i broke my back when i was a kid was carried into a chiropractor's office and walked out. So it changed my life. But the nervous system controls every cell and organ in your body. There's only 31 nerves that come out of each side of your spine and they go to 80 quadrillion cells. So don't avoid the fact that you might have pressure on a nerve disrupting (laughs) the communication. We're not going to spend a lot of time on that here. But the second side of the uh, triangle is what we're really focusing on. And that's the chemistry. That's the hormones. That's the substances that we're consuming from food to water to uh, the things that are injected into our bodies. And this is these disrupt the uh, pathways in our body. They disrupt these reactions that we should have. They disrupt our digestion. They disrupt our heart rate. They disrupt our lungs' ability to uh, take in oxygen. You breathe in a bad gas, which is a chemical, your lungs get damaged and they can no longer um, consume oxygen or absorb it. You're in trouble. And we're surrounded by toxins everywhere. Yeah, and so there's also the whole the antibiotics, you know, conversation, which I think everyone has heard, so we don't need to get into that. Well, let's discuss it briefly because by the time you're 17 years old, the average child has had 17 doses of antibiotics. And since we're talking about microbiome, this is really important because those antibiotics, that means no more, that means anti, no bacteria. Bacteria. Antibiotics means wipe out the bacteria. It's not specific. I remember a commercial for Nuprin, and I remember this beautiful, tawny colored, uh, blonde tennis player woman dressed, you know, in her tennis skirt, and she was getting into her convertible Mercedes, and she said, After a good game of tennis, I tell Nuprin where the pain is, and she points to her right elbow. Nuprin's going to go throughout the body and dress. It's not a smart drug. Stem it's, cells are, but not Nuprin. Yeah, it's going to disrupt everything. Bacteria disrupt everything. They wipe out all the bacteria in your body. Now, for years, your medical doctors didn't really tell us to take um, any uh, acidophilus or any probiotics after the uh, ingestion of antibiotics. They didn't think it was important. They just didn't. Now they might tell you, go ahead and take some. But one of the biggest problems right now is people are on the same probiotic or the same acidophilus month after month after month after month. And it's creating something called a monoculture. If you look at the bacteria in our digestive system of a healthy person, it's like the United States. Every type of citizen and every kind of nationality in your digestive system, every one of those doing something different and speaking a different language. When you take an antibiotic, it wipes them all out. And then you just speak, put in an antibiotic that speaks one language, you're gonna, your body's going to suffer. There's no way to get all of the nutrition and all of the chemical reactions you need by a monoculture. So what you want to do is alter them every month. Mm. Don't take the same one month after month after month. Go get a different one from a different store. And it's still a lot of work to get the, the microbiome healthy again. And, uh, you know, there's so much to know about this. Yeah, there's the, there's the prebiotic side, right? And their fermentation and... Yeah, for eating fermented food and fiber, you know, a lot. Of, that's why eating um, things like vegetables and various uh, fiber type foods, those allow the microbiome to live. So you want to make sure, like if you're eating you know, gluten and you're eating sugar or processed food, you're not feeding the good microbiome, man. It's a haven for those monsters to get in there and create terrible things for you. I want to talk about one new uh, microbiome. The, uh, one of the, or the guy that we really love to work with, a guy named Dr. Shane Morris. He's a, a microbiologist or um, a chemist, biochemist. And 
he has been working for several years on a certain microbiome. They call it the, and it just came out, first one ever on the market. It's called a psychobiome or a neurobiome as in brain. And um, what he found through his research is that there's bugs in your gut that communicate with bugs in your brain. There's also bugs in your gut that communicate with bugs in your mouth or your heart or your kidney or your liver. But he found and isolated a certain human strain of microbiome that communicates with the brain. And we know that 90% of the serotonin or the feel-good transmitters are in our digestive system. So by taking this particular microbiome, you're actually going to help the communication from your brain to your gut and back and forth. And you know, I want to tell you the story of one of our patients. Yep. This is unbelievable. It is very unbelievable. I heard yeah. it from her mouth. It's unbelievable. Yeah. She has been, had anxiety, well, at least for three years since her son was born. And she's tried everything. She's been on every kind of, well, she did not want to do medication. Mm. Thank God. She did not want to take a mind-altering psychotropic drug. She felt like that was not going to be the answer for her. Mm. So... The other day I said, look, this is a new product um, that the science behind it is amazing and I'm going to have you take this product. So she's taken it for three days. And what'd she say when you talk to her? Oh, she just, she said she took it for the first time and, and in a matter of minutes, it felt like some wave of calm had just gone over her. I mean, she'd walk into the office and be anxious. She'd sit down on her computer and be anxious. And she'd drive and she'd be anxious. She said she just lived with it every single day. And all of a sudden, this new thing that <laughs> she takes, which is, it's a supplement, right? Yeah. I mean, it, well, it's a microbiome okay. product. It's a human strain bug that oh, Dr. Shane Morris has, know you know, been working on developing. And, uh, you know, she just, I saw her the other day, she was basically crying saying, Dr. McCollum, you've changed my life. And I go, well, I can't take responsibility yeah. for it. Dr. Morris did the research. I just have access to it. It's the first one on the market. You know, when we kind of get into what can disrupt our bodies and what can disrupt our microbiome, one of the things we got to look at, and we've talked about many times, are heavy metals. Like we, yeah. we talk about mercury, it's everywhere. It's in our water, it's in the fog, it's in our teeth, it's in you know, the fish we eat, it's in the contact lens solution you used if you grew up in the 80s. And one of the top um, symptoms of mercury toxicity is anxiety. Mm -hmm. And also mercury and lead get passed down four generations through mom. So grandma's 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 may have been exposed to mercury. She might have been exposed to lead. Maybe she worked in a factory during World War I or II that had a lot of lead exposure. Those get passed down. And a lot of my school teachers that are patients tell me that the kids, the anxiety in our children today is un, 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 unfounded. I mean, it's unbelievable how many kids are anxious. Yeah. And the first resort is psychotropic right. drugs. And if there's something that we can give these kids to help them, as we start, I mean, it's not the end all. Right. I mean, it's, we're still covering up a symptom of an underlying condition, but it's so nice that, they're, that we can actually maybe give somebody hope so that we can now get them calmed down and go in and dig and pull out the heavy toxicity that they have, introduce correct diets and uh, you know, a correct lifestyle. And some of the things that we do with a multi-therapeutic approach to get the body trained to go and do, to do well in life. Yeah, I mean, I, she walked out of the office yesterday and she goes, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Unbelievable. Yeah. So um, I think that the other point that we haven't really touched on, but, but obviously it also affects the microbiome is just mental stress, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mental stress is the bottom of the triangle. And, you know, it can be, you can call it spiritual or mental. Some mm -hmm. people believe they're spirits, some don't. But no matter what, whichever way you believe, we know that stress on the spirit or mental stress is very, very toxic. People can get bleeding ulcers from stress. Mm -hmm. That stress can change the chemistry in your, in your stomach to get an acid with pH 2, which would eat a hole in a desk, and that acid will eat a hole in your stomach. So 
mental stress is really important to, you have to take a look and see who is good for you and who's bad for you. That's not necessarily our purpose on this show. However, if we can help your body function well by handling some of the things like this anxiety that I mentioned that may just be something that got re-stimulated from years of life, may not be somebody in the present. That's something that we can help you with. Yeah, and all these stressors also affect the, the gut, the microbiome. So we're, we're, we're talked about physical stressors, chemical stressors, and, and also the mental stressor. Yeah. So um, just to uh, reiterate, something that I said before, it's, this is my little commercial. Yeah. Um, I wanted to make sure that anyone who is listening had three actionable items that they could use today, right away. Um, and the first one, and this is all information, increasing your knowledge so that you become much smarter about your microbiome. So the first one is uh, texting, texting get healthy, the word get healthy, to 474747. And what you'll get back is uh, an article that was actually written by Dr. Daniel Pompa called Detox the Home. And it covers a lot of the material that we're talking about today uh, in terms of all the different toxins uh, that you can be exposed to and actually tells you what you can do about it, whether it's cosmetics or household products or food. It talks about glyphosate in there, the Roundup chemical. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. If you look under your kitchen sink or look in your cabinet, you've got so many poisons and toxins yeah. from Raid and Lysol and all these things. And because I'm not very technical, I just want you guys to understand this. Where you would put the phone number, put in 474747. Yeah, texting. And, and then, yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah, where you would text. And, and the then, subject is get healthy. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise I don't understand it. Okay. Uh, the second thing you can do is you can actually take a quiz. Uh, it's called a toxicity quiz. And you can go to uh, the website Toxin free Cali, C-A-L-I, toxinfreecali.com. And it'll take about three or four minutes and you'll just answer a bunch of questions and it will actually give you a your own personal toxicity score, uh, either low, moderate, or high. Again, just a data point for you. And as you're answering the questions, you'll, you'll understand why... Um, why low, moderate, or high is the score that you're going to get. Will that direct you towards something else based on your those scores? No, not right now. I okay, perfect. I haven't set that up yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just the toxicity quiz, toxinfreecali.com. Uh, and then the uh, third actionable item is to join uh, our Facebook group, which is called Health Rebels. And again, we're creating a resource library in there. So um, you do Facebook Lives. We're putting together some downloadable PD PDFs. And actually, one of them that I just put in the Health Rebels group, I think it was just yesterday, and it's relevant because you just mentioned it, is a shopping list. So if, you're, if you are interested in knowing, well, what foods should I be buying? Um, yes, they need to be all organic, but what is that list of, of foods that are healthy for my cells, what we call cellular healing foods? And there's actually a shopping list that I've posted in the uh, Facebook group Health, Rattle, Health Rebels, which is a private group, by the way, so you do have to um, request to join, but we'll accept you right away. Yeah, and just for any listeners out there, you're listening to Stepping In Radio. My name's Dr. Duncan McCollum. I'm a chiropractor, and Carol Montgomery is my host. She's a, a health specialist. And um, we are talking about microbiome. We're talking about the gut and how to get healthy and happy without having to be on medications, preferably. So do you want to talk about healing foods or do you want to talk about diet variation? I think diet or variation. fasting. fasting. Okay, well, let's start with diet variation okay. and then we'll go into fasting. Um, so diet variation is really important and, and maybe some people know about fasting. You know, you might mm -hmm. do what's called intermittent fasting, meaning you have shortened your eating window to maybe five or six hours a day. And I guess we're going there. So you eat dinner and then you don't eat till lunch. So you give your body a 12-hour, 14-hour window of a break. You let the digestive system relax. Yeah, and most people that I've talked to, because I coach people on how to do intermittent fasting, think they've, they're, they're, 
they've done fasting and they're doing fasting until we talk about it and it's, oh, well, I have problems with it. And then we go over and go, okay, no, I'm not doing it correctly. So just as an example, you would finish dinner at seven, mm-hmm. right? You would wake up in the morning and hopefully, you, hopefully, <laughs> and you would have um, a bulletproof coffee. Correct. So we'd be coffee with uh, butter, folks, Kerrygold butter, my favorite, in your coffee. And then you would start eating again around one o'clock. Now, that's the maximum of an intermittent fast. We start people off at 12 hours, which is most people can do quite easily, but we're actually gradually work up to that 18 hour. So then that time frame between 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. when you would eat dinner again, dinner again is called your eating window. And you can eat one meal, two meals, three meals, whatever you want to do within that window. Yeah. And this is so different from what Western medicine is talking about. If you're pre-diabetic or diabetic, I mean, you can't do this without somebody helping you. But um, we're told to eat six meals a day. And every time you put a nut in your mouth or anything in your mouth, you're spiking insulin. And so now your cells are insulin resistant. Why? Well, look at it this way. If I had somebody talking to me and talking to me and talking to me and talk, pretty soon I'd stop listening. So when you get too much insulin in your blood from eating all day long, the cells just stop listening to the insulin. So what we're trying to do is turn off this insulin dependent machine, this, uh, pre-diabetic thing by breaking, giving a break to your nerve, to your digestive system. We're actually allowing it a period of time to relax. Your heart can't relax. Your heart's got to beat 24 seven, but you can give your digestive system a break. And a lot of digestive problems will, will clear up by doing this. Yeah. So there is definitely a link between the health of a microbiome and fasting, even though some people think, oh, fasting, but Um, For all of you out there, fasting is not starvation. And I love the way Dr. Pompa talks about the difference between the two. So starvation is you don't know when you're going to eat again. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally you do not have the, you have the thought, I don't know when I'm going to eat again. And that thought permeates your whole body (laughs) and your body reacts to that. But fasting is, I do know when I'm going to eat again. In fact, I can stop this at any time I want and eat again. That thought permeates the body and the body reacts to that. So there is a difference between therapeutic fasting, which is what we were just talking about, and starvation. And the body reacts differently. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so what we do is we want to have you, we would have you do what's called 511, where you would do intermittent fasting for five days. And then one day you'll work yourself up to having a 24 hour fast. But the key and what people miss is on the seventh day, you're going to, is a feast day. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise your body will f- not know when it's going to eat again. It shuts down. This is why diets stop working after a while. Like people that are on the ketogenic diet, they don't know about the intermittent fasting. They don't know about the feast days. You're actually shutting down very important pathways in your mm-hmm. body that don't know when they're going to get a chance to work again. So they bypass everything and it runs amok. So we have a just a little bit of time left. So I want to go into the diet variation and how this works, whether you're fasting or not. So one thing that our uh, ancient ancestors did is they varied their diet. They had to, they didn't have a choice. Again, since World War II, we've been able to eat whatever we want, whenever we want. Right. Our microbiome get fat and sassy and lazy, and then they start demanding sugar and we give into it, thinking it's us, but it's those bad bugs. Feed the beast. Yeah. So diet variation means that you may have it, you might do a ketogenic diet for a week or two, but you need to have days of maybe a paleo diet for a day or two, or maybe only a vegan diet for a day or two, because you've got to switch up what we put into our bodies. Some diets make our body lose weight and lose muscle mass that turns on certain machines. Other diets make our body gain weight and gain muscle mass. So to be on one diet that just keeps going and going and going, the body's going to get sick. So diet variation, and this is one of the things we teach, is it's going to tell us when to eat certain types of foods and for how long so that our di- our body can, number one, start to survive in a, in a toxic environment. But 
even more importantly, since the subject is microbiome, these good microbiomes will live and the bad ones will die because they cannot survive. Good or bad cells don't adapt. Bad cells in your body, bad immune cells, heart cells, lung cells, stomach cells, intestine cells cannot adapt under moments of stress. Stress can be really good for your body. In fact, it is. That's what diet variation does. We want to wipe out the bad, weak cells so they can break down those um, and take the nutrients out of there and, and create new stem cells, which is what I will be talking about yeah. on Tuesday on the Dr. Future show. But it's very much what we do. Yeah, and, and just as an example... Um it happened to me this week. I was now I do intermittent fasting, but I I just didn't feel quite right, and I just thought, you know what? I'm not going to eat pro, have any protein for dinner. I'm just going to have this giant bowl of of veggies, uh, smothered in butter, hmm. and it was wonderful. But what was interesting is I actually felt better after I just ate that bowl of veggies. Now there was a time years ago when I wasn't well that I would have done that and been hungry within five minutes, yeah. right? But now I can do it, and it was a diet variation for me, right? I didn't have that much protein that day. Normally, I make sure I put some protein in, but actually yesterday, I had very, very little protein, and I realized that I actually felt felt better. So it, diet variation is, is doing different types of fasting, but it's also varying the diet. I think Pampa talks about seasonal diets, that we should mm -hmm. all really eat what is seasonal. And here in California, I mean, like you mentioned, we can get just about anything from anywhere. But if we would just focus on when we buy our food, our organic food, using the shopping list on the Facebook <laughs> Health Rebels page, um, buy what is seasonal here. Yeah. It's really important, and that's what makes your body adapt. Your body needs to adapt to different types of diets. And, you know, if we had all the great food in the world, which we do, we have an amazing food, but we're actually one of the sickest countries in the world. We're rated 50th in the world for it's health. hard to believe. And we have tons of food. Go to the supermarket. It all looks beautiful. You don't see a brown spot on it. <laughs> so you eat this stuff, but we are rated 50th in the world for health. There's 49 countries healthier than us. And we're only 4% of the population, but we take 50% of the drugs. So there's something that's got to change. Come to our workshop Wednesday night, McCollum Family Chiropractic. My office is uh, in uh, Brown Ranch Marketplace right across from the uh, Capitola Mall. 459-9990 is the number. Six to seven, we're going to be going over a lot of this information. I'd love to have you be there. Um, I got to take a quick moment to promote. Uh, I'm an author and... Oh God, here he goes. <laughs> <laughs> I've written three books of local uh, historical fiction yeah, for, based on my writer, family. California history writer. And tomorrow I will be in Monterey with 44 other local uh, writers or authors at the Elks Club um, from two to five, and there's going to be a bunch of local authors. So if you have nothing better to do, come down and meet us. I'm sure there's an author out in that audience someplace. I'm sure there is. <laughs> so uh, again, I want to mention to everybody that we're all about making sure that you have um, the information that is so important to your health. Um, of course, you know, we deliver a program at, at the office called the True Cellular Detox or the Cellular Detox Program. Um, but there's also a lot of information out there that you can consume at no charge and, and, uh, and have control over it with your own time um, that we want to provide you. And so there's three different ways that we're doing it today. Um, the first one is that you can get your, uh, an article that was written by Dr. Pompa called Detox the Home, which goes through a lot of the information that actually we were just talking um, about. And even though it's called Detox the Home, he he talks about the different toxins you're exposed to, getting the home uh, free of toxins, cosmetics that many of us like myself uh, don't think about. And so you can text 
uh, in the subject line, get healthy, and text get healthy to 474747. That would be where you would normally put the phone number. You put 474747. <laughs> Thank you. Get healthy, and you'll get the, the link to that article. And then the second thing is to go to the website Toxin Free Cali, C A L I. ToxinFreeCali.com, and you can spend a few minutes and take a toxicity quiz. Um, I think there's 18 questions if I have that number right, um, but it, you, it only takes about three, four minutes to do it. And you'll actually get your toxicity score, uh, which uh, you'll appreciate. It'll give you some indication of how toxic your body is today. Uh, and the third thing, of course, is to uh, join us in our Facebook group called Health Rebels, uh, because we're always putting up uh, your Facebook lives, um, health tips, and also putting a resource library together. And that's where you can pick up the uh, cellular healing shopping list. Yeah, and also when you do get into uh, join Health Rebels, put questions in that you want. We're here to serve you. We want to answer your questions. If you're having trouble with stuff, if you don't understand the ketogenic diet or it's not working for you, you probably may need to put in some diet variation and alter alter what you're doing. And um, we're, we're more than happy to help you with that. And then again, Wednesday night, 459-9990, come to our office and we'd be more than happy to help you. Yeah, and I think that's a good point. You know, we're all about not just educating people, but helping people, helping people through education, but also just helping people apply the knowledge. So if you have a microbiome issue or you're concerned that you do have a cellular inflammation, cellular inflammation um, caused by a, tox a high toxicity level, we can test you in the office. There's lots of different things that we can do and we can help you get started and put you on the right track. Yeah, and, and just so you know, anybody out there interested in this subject, um, I will go to businesses and do talks. We do lunch and learn workshops. If you're um, interested in having us come and, and just talk to your employees about being healthier, it's so nice when companies do things for their staff to make them feel appreciated. And we're very, very willing to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, and we do have a couple of other minutes here. And I if you don't mind, I just want to talk uh, for a couple of minutes just about people that we have helped. Oh, okay. <laughs> because it really does uh, show that um, that there's different age groups, but more importantly, uh, everybody has a different toxic load, if you will. Uh, and that could be a low toxic load, but could already be manifesting itself with certain symptoms. Um, usually some of the first symptoms that you'll see will be digestive issues. That's what we see. Also will be fatigue. Um, that's what happened to me. It was a tiredness. I had hormonal stuff going on, but the tiredness kept getting worse and worse and worse. And then I had true chronic fatigue syndrome. It could be just some um, all of a sudden you're getting sick more often than you've usually gotten sick. We had somebody but just talked to us the other day about having some, what was it called? The stealth virus? Oh I yeah, stealth virus. Stealth right. virus. It's a, back, it's a virus that's so sneaky it will hide its RNA into your cells. Yeah. And... Uh, and, and so we, we can help you with that. We have multiple tests that we can do. We have a, a, an excellent heavy metal test that, that uh, people can do just to really see what's going on in, in the brain. Another example of uh, a patient having um, extreme sleep issues. And um, as it turns out, you know, heavy metals in the brain. We have some people that'll go through this, the cellular detox um, at the beginning, does oh no, my microbiome's fine, and they get through fairly smoothly, and then they hit the second phase, and then by the time they hit the the brain phase, where we're going really going at those heavy metals, all <laughs> it's like whoa, where'd this come from? I didn't know this was all inside of me. Yeah. So you don't want it inside of you. you. It's hiding it. very well, and it's destroying your health. I think that's the the one of the the myths, really, is that. There are things that hide deep inside yeah. the cells that it really, you can't just get out with a flush or a cleanse. Yeah, if, you know, some of these shorter um, cleanses and flushes, you know, they might be five, 10 days, even 30 days. You know, they, they kind of scratch the surface. So you really need to go a lot deeper and that's what we focus on. And like you said, it's like what you can't see can harm you, especially inside your body. So I think we're about done. We're running out of time with this show today. 
today. We, we really appreciate you. We're here the second Saturday of every month on Stepping In, and we really appreciate KSCO. And just remember, fix the cell to get well, and that starts with your microbiome. Yeah, thank you. Oh, sweet little Sasha girl, you're going to find the world is like a bounce on mama's knee. If you enjoyed this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.